Before we start this episode, we want to give a quick thank you to our Patreons. Whoop, whoop. Thank y'all so much. Uh, thank you to... I'm so sorry if I say this wrong. Uh, we are sorry. <laughs> thank you to Serena Kwiatkowski. Kwiatkowski. <laughs> That's not real. I'm so sorry if I said that wrong. Um, I think we follow each other on Instagram as well as Horace Soup, and you are beautiful, and I love you. Thank you so much. You're cool, but I don't know how to say your name. <laughs> thank you so much, though. We appreciate you. And also, thank you to Sean Shea in the Horse Soup Tier. Whoop, whoop. Sean Shea. That's a short name. I love it. It's a very short name. Right to the point. I like that. You probably like bacon and eggs, and you're probably a, a Ron Swanson type character. You probably, yeah. I think he orders three steaks. If you're a vegetarian, I apologize. He is <laughs> Canadian. He's Canadian. He hails from the Canadas. Nice. So thank you, my cold friend. My Canadian friend. I cold. Wear, wear a sweater. Thank you. Before we get into anything, let's go over our favorite and least favorite horror movies of 2019. 2019 is no longer here. Let's just do a <laughs> thumbs up, thumbs down for all of them. Okay. Let's not do a list and okay. then... We'll skip over the ones we haven't seen. All right, yeah, solid. Let's do it. Midsummer, thumbs up. Thumbs up. It chapter two. Thumbs up. I'm gonna give it a in the middle. Oh. I didn't love it. Didn't hate it. Scary stories to tell in the dark. Um, I never finished that one, but I'm gonna give it a thumbs up from what I've seen. I'm gonna go to the side because I saw it in a drive-in theater and it was so dark that I couldn't see a single. You scene. told me, and you know what? It's actually a dark movie. Like I heard it's a everything. Really dark movie. It sounded kind of cool. Didn't see it, so I can't give my opinion it on it. It was pretty cool. I think I got like halfway through it, and it was it was pretty good. I had a friend there that saw it, and I had him explain it to me scene by scene while <laughs> I was doing my best to interpret what was going on. That fucking sucked. So I'll give it what I gave it. <laughs> Annabelle Comes Home. Did you see it? Nope. I saw it. That's a thumbs down. Okay. I was going to say. <laughs> Ready or not. Uh, Two thumbs up. Ten. And my toes. <laughs> I'm going to give it a thumbs up for every time I saw it in theaters, which was between eight and nine. Yeah. So, <laughs> eight or nine. I think it's by... There's I, no between. <laughs> I was talking to one of my friends and I realized that by default, I think it was my favorite horror movie of 2019 because I saw it so many times yeah. in theaters. Yeah. I think it automatically is. Pet Cemetery. Thumbs fucking down, dude. Yeah, that, that shit sucked so hard. That's going to be a no for me, dog. going to be a big no for me, dog. Fuck uh, that. It came out on... Did uh, we see it together? Yeah, we did. It came out on like uh, Blu-ray and 4K and whatnot. And like a month later, uh, I bought it on sale for $5. Okay, I was going to say, don't pay full price for that bullshit. It did not do well. <laughs> no, it didn't. <laughs> One of our, our friends at uh, Night Shift Video was mad at me because I spent money on it. And I was like, you know what, dude? It was $5. I wouldn't have even spent $5. I'm no, pissed yeah. that we... Oh, wait, no. We spent like 13 on it on tickets. No, I had a gift card or something. Well, I spent money on it. Yeah. <laughs> Child's Play. Oh, yeah. Thumbs up. Thumbs up. Your boyfriend didn't like that. Yeah. Well, Miguel was not a fan. He was not a fan. Brightburn? Thumbs up. I'm going to give it a thumbs up. I I had problems with it, but overall, I enjoyed it. I don't remember having any problems with it. The gore was fucking great. The mother pissed me off. She oh. was fucking annoying. Yeah. She was really irritating. <laughs> and I like her and other stuff, but uh, us... Oh, I didn't see that one either. That's going to be a thumbs up from me. Oh, I didn't know this came out in 2019. In the tall grass. Oh, dude, that one was really good. I'm going to give that a thumbs up. That was a really fucking solid movie. I actually recently watched that. Yeah, like you, a few weeks Well, you ago. watched it a couple days like after I did. Yeah. Yeah, that was, was a pretty good, good one. Three from Hell. Haven't seen it. 
Thumbs down. <laughs> Ma. Oh my god. I don't know whether to give it a thumbs up or a thumbs down. Um, I'm going to say in the middle. Yeah, you know what? I'm going to give it a middle. And you know what? Even though I hated on it in the episode, I'm kind of, now that I'm thinking on it, I'm like, you know what? It was fun. It was, it was kind of fun. I'll give it a sideways. I feel like there were other movies that came out in 2019. I'm just on Google, so I, I said what I said. I don't know what else came out this year. Was that pretty much it? I of think all that's the... it. That might have been it. Top ones have to be Ready or Not or Midsummer. There you go. You heard it from us. Yeah. So that probably droned on, and hopefully I'll remember to cut some of that out, (laughs) but there's some of our ups and downs. So we did give Ready or Not a thumbs up, and I don't care about spoiling that. I fucking love this movie. That's what we're covering today. Ready or Not 2019. This is probably one of Caleb's most favorite movies. When I said that I saw this eight or nine times in theaters, that is not a joke. We saw it one day, like a friend told us to see it. It was like, what, two days after it came out, maybe? Two, three days after it came out? Um, I'm, I'm not sure. I know we saw it for my birthday. Yes, we my did. My 22nd birthday. And then, um, I remember, uh, our friend Brittany told us about it. She was like, I saw the, well, she told me about it. She uh, was like, I saw the previews and it actually looked really good. And I was like, hmm, well, I want to watch a horror movie on my birthday. So let's go do it. Greatest decision ever. And then our buddy Chong told me to see it too. So I oh, was yeah. like, oh yeah. I was like, we have a couple recommendations. Let's go check it out. Yeah. And it was fucking incredible. It was. Dude. I had like, I was second guessing it for the for a little bit but then i was like oh you know this has some potential and then i was like wait hold on this is getting good this is getting better better and it was just right when it started going up it never stopped we need to fucking talk about like our watching experience in that theater that day because we had the theater to ourselves dude and you know like it was me you the first uh, two times i saw it i had the theater oh really it was fucking cool because we were fucking lit in the theater and the whole time I was like watching the movie and you were like talking with Alfred and I was like, why the fuck isn't he paying attention, dude? I was like, why is he not like so into this like I am right now? Because it got good like immediately. I was like, oh, holy shit. And I was fucking getting pissed. Like I kept looking at you and I was like, come on, Caleb. And then finally, like something something happened in the theater and you were like, oh, fuck. And you started paying attention. No, but I remember you said that to me too and you were like, you're not paying attention. And then I explained everything that happened. I was like, I'm paying attention. I was just talking. But you I left paying attention. the theater to go smoke weed. No, I didn't. I left the theater and I grabbed my weed and I came back and I allegedly smoked weed in the theater. And then I think you bought a beer too. No. You left, yeah. I had a beer already. I'm pretty sure you left. I did leave. I had the beer on the floor. I didn't have my weed. And then I looked around and I was like, this theater is empty. So I ran out. I grabbed my weed and I came back in. (laughs) (laughs) I thought you guys, no, because Alfred went out with you. Yeah, he did. We just went out for a minute and I smoked a cigarette like literally as I was running to the car. And then just as I was running back and then I put God. it out, <laughs> I smoked like, yeah, I just like, it was, and I remember what it was too. Cause when I saw it again, I was like, oh, I wonder what I missed. And I literally just missed like them talking about wedding shit. Oh, okay. So I didn't really miss much. Yeah. I just remember I was like, why is he fucking talking? Like pay attention, dude. You know what I did miss? I missed the creepy mask part. Mm, 
And okay. that was a cool part, but also it comes back and they explain it like, oh, whatever. Well, later. you saw it again, like yeah. a jillion times. A so. ton of times. <laughs> and what what happened, I didn't even expect to, but I was like, okay, first I was talking to our friend Maria about it, the one that mm-hmm. did Twilight episode with us. And I was like, dude, this movie's fucking awesome. She was like, I haven't seen it. I was like, let's go see it right now. <laughs> and she was like, you know what? Yeah, all right. So I was like, okay. And then the theater was empty again. I was just fucking drinking and getting drunk in the theater again. I was like, oh, this is even better the second time. And then I think I saw it for my birthday at the drive-in, and then I just saw it, like, a couple times alone, and then I just, like, brought, like, three other people to see it. Yeah. <laughs> I just kept seeing it. Like, I was just talking to people, and they were like, oh, I haven't seen it. That sounds cool. And I was like, do you want to see it right now? <laughs> and they were like, all right, sure. <laughs> and I just ended up in a lot of Ready or Not theaters. Yeah. And you know what I noticed? Every time I saw this movie in theaters, like, gradually more and more people were showing up to mm-hmm. each each showing yeah it wasn't like it wasn't fucking advertised like at all really no it went from no one to like i was like oh there's a few people in here and then i was like oh there's people and then i was like oh this is almost a full theater yeah it's like i it they just it got big from word of mouth and it deserves it oh yeah you know who directed this Mm -mm. uh tyler gillette and matt bettini oplin do you do you recognize this at all no because we've said that before on the show oh we have who who what their two parts of Radio Silence, they're responsible for the last segment or segment 103198 of oh. VHS. Holy shit. And I know the listeners didn't hear you talking on that episode because of technical difficulties, but me and you did that, that entire episode. Wait, I wasn't heard on the. Remember, last we lost it, and uh, Tony was you for an episode. Oh my god, dude! I forgot about that. Yeah, because I remember doing the episode with you because we literally did that entire we episode. We did the just... entire episode. Yeah, I remember. I don't remember because there was like fucking a million different directors on the end of that. That Didn't was really the. Ring a bell. We covered that for the October, you know, Halloween movies. Mm-hmm. And if you remember right, that was one of the better segments in VHS. It was the one with the ghost chick in the car. You know, like they got went toward the train yeah. at the end. Yeah, they were in that like ghost house. That shit was like, dope. Oh shit. Mm-hmm. That shit was super fucking dope. I remember that one. So those guys, the one that directed that segment, they directed Ready or Not. Fuck yeah. Good for them. When a young bride, played by Samara Weaving, marries into a ridiculously rich family and a delightfully damaged daughter, her wedding night becomes her worst nightmare as she's forced to play a lethal game of hide-and-seek and must fight to stay alive. Co-starring Adam Brody, Mark O'Brien, Henry Cizerny, and Andrea McDowell, Ready or Not is a wicked comedy thriller that alleviates the phrase till death to us part to shocking new heights. Mm. You know what I'm more mad about? What? I'm more mad that, uh, what's her name? And what was her name? Something McDowell? Andrea McDowell? McDowell, uh, uh, Andy McDowell? Oh, yeah. I'm more mad that that's not Demi Moore. They look exactly alike. Yeah, they kind of do. They look exactly alike, especially in the movie, dude. I legit thought that that... That was Demi Moore. No way, no. Annie McDowell is the mother. Yeah. You thought that was Demi Moore? Yeah. Really? They look exactly alike. Is Demi Moore the person I'm thinking of? Probably not. Who's Demi Moore? Oh God, I don't even. I don't even know. She was in like proactive commercials. <laughs> is that all she does? No, she was an actress, but. Sounds like she just does proactive commercials. That's all I remember her from. She's in a few movies that I can't name off the top of my head. But I don't know. Demi Moore, if you want to contact me and let me know what you are, then I'll take it. <laughs> Otherwise, I'm just not going to believe it because it just doesn't sound real anymore. Well, she's a real person and they look exactly the same. I don't know, man. Doesn't... Uh, 
Okay, so first off, I usually wouldn't read into nearly every character in the movie this extensively, but I kind of feel like they all play a vital role. So we have Australian Samara Weaving, and she's been around since about 2008. But what we're interested in is her horror debut, which started with three episodes of Ash vs. Evil Dead as Heather. Oh, shit. Did you watch Ash vs. Evil Dead? I have not finished it yet. It's really fucking good, and I think she was in the second season, if I remember right. Hmm. But she was fucking awesome. Pablo was into her. Uh, this is when, this is like when I first heard her scream and I didn't realize it was her until later. I'm pretty sure that's where she was first recognized as a scream queen because like, like I said, that scream is there in those episodes and she gets pretty fucked up. Nice. She dies. Oh. She also starred in Mayhem as Melanie Cross with Steven Ewan, who I'm sure many people know as Glenn or the guy that got brutalized with a bat by Negan in The Walking Dead. Yep. Have you ever seen Mayhem? Mm -mm. It's on Shudder. I don't know if it still is. I've seen it on there, but I've, I haven't clicked on it. It's pretty solid. I don't mind mm, it. Nice. And it seems that there is a thriller titled Last Moment of Clarity, which will star our favorite up-and-coming Scream Queen. And you can look at the synopsis for yourself if you choose, but uh, the ending states that it is an updated Hitchcockian thriller in the vein of Vertigo and Rear Window. Hmm. Sounds pretty fucking cool. I think it sounds like better than cool. It sounds fucking amazing. <laughs> like everything screams something that I need to see yeah. the second it releases. I, I've been wanting uh, since we did that episode with my mom. I've been wanting to watch a uh, rear window, rear window, rear window, rear render, rear render. We have Mark O'Brien as Alex, who isn't in anything interesting and isn't very interesting himself because I should fictionally be married to Samara and not him. <laughs> Adam Brody as Daniel, Jennifer's yep. body. Mm -hmm. So he was also <laughs> recently in Shazam as superhero Freddy, um, some horror movie called Isabel, which I have not seen. Have you seen Isabel? Nope. Well, there's another one we haven't seen. Uh, Scream 4 as a deputy and The Ring 2002 as male teen one, which had to be his breakout role. <laughs> had to have been. I've actually been wanting to watch The Ring. They put it on Netflix and I remember that movie scaring me. So. Oh, I have it. You have it? I think yeah. I have it too. I rewatched it again a couple weeks ago. It's not good. Oh, okay. So uh, we have Henry Czerny. How do you pronounce Czerny? C um, I can't pronounce it? anything. No, you can't. <laughs> so uh, that's Tony, a.k.a. the father. And yes, he's in Mission Impossible and Monk with the fucking hack, Tony Shalhoub. No, mm. I don't care. Yes, he's in Texas Vampire Massacre. Uh, I do care about that. That sounds interesting. Yeah, it does. We have Annie McDowell as Becky, a.k.a. The Mother. Groundhog AKA Day. Demi Moore. There we go. Groundhog Day, sex lies and videotape, and a bunch of other unnecessary bullshit until she finally grew some balls and ran with the big dogs in this feature film. <laughs> we have Melanie Scrafano as oh. Emily, most known for Jenna in Saw 6. So she's not very known. She also <laughs> plays wife of man with prosthetics in RoboCop 2014. <laughs> what a spectacular role. Um, there's also a title called Birdland. Doesn't seem to have any relation to Birdemic. Missed Whack. opportunity. <laughs> we have Kristen Brunn as Fitch Bradley, a.k.a. the worst name ever. Yeah. He's in jack shit. You can choose to argue with me or you can choose to get over it. We have Nikki... Guadney as Aunt Helene. She is in Cube from 1997, Silent Hill 2009 as Distressed Woman. And usually I would shit on a role titled that, but I've seen that. And I remember her, and she was distressed, and she was a woman. 
She was creepy. She lives up to her role. <laughs> yeah, so I'll give her that one. She's super fucking creepy, dude. She also did some episodes of Goosebumps and Twilight Zone. Oh, nice. 1995, though. Oh. 85. I have not, <laughs> I have not seen the... The 85 version of Twilight Zone. Or the new one. I haven't seen many. I haven't seen any of Jordan Peele's. Me either. We have Elise Levesque as Charity, mainly known for a TV series titled Orphan Black that a few of the other actors and actresses were also a part of. Something called Slumber Party Slaughter from 2012. Hmm. I'm not interested in seeing that because the only Slumber Party movie I care about is Slumber Party Massacre. (laughs) It's just... I don't, that doesn't sound right. So <laughs> then finally we have John Ralston as Stevens the butler. He's apparently known for living in his car and for his life with Derek. Um, Not actually living in his car. Okay, I was like, <laughs> wait a minute. You just kind of blew over that real quick. And life with Derek? It sounds like a joke, right? Living life with Derek? They both sound like personal issues, okay. not his, not his filmography. Is living life with Derek from Disney Channel? That's a good question, and I don't think I don't think no. That sounds like a. This sounds like something. This sounds like a porn. No, because there was a show I think either on Disney Channel or Nickelodeon. It was called like Life with Derek, and the song would be like, "This is life with Derek." Please never do that again. Life with Derek. I don't know. This sounds like porn to me. Mm, I doubt it's porn. Okay, well, yeah. (laughs) So, living in your car. Living in your car? That's actually what it was. Okay, you said living in his car. It's a lot funnier that way. It is. <laughs> There's shows. He's not homeless or in a strange relationship with Derek. I'm pretty sure. He I'm might pretty be. sure that was a Disney Channel fucking show. Oh, we're on different pages. No, yeah, I'm just, I, if it was a show, then yeah, never mind. All right, well, I'm going to give this guy credit where it's due. He's been in five episodes of the Lizzie Borden Chronicles. Hmm, I haven't seen that yet. You have not seen it. Watch it. And anyone that's listening that has not watched it, watch it. Cool. The rest of the cast consists of child actors, cops, and many maids and shit. And this isn't to say that child actors and cops and maids don't matter, but uh, I don't know. It's not Corey Feldman, and it's not, (laughs) I don't know, Cops, the TV show, and it's not like, I don't know, it's not like a sexy maid service. So Starring Cops, the TV show. Not interested. (laughs) Topless maids. I'm going off, we're going off topic so much, but I went to a ramen bar the other night. Okay. And noth- none of the channels were working that I wanted. The office wasn't working. A few other things weren't working that I wanted. Cops worked. Hell yeah. So we watched Cops. Cops is always there to save you, man. And some guy came in. He was like, oh, yeah, I get this to go. And I was like, we're watching Cops, asshole. <laughs> and he was like, oh, I've seen them all. I was like, what does that mean? <laughs> He's seen all the cops ever. Guy was an asshole. <laughs> Hate that guy. <laughs> so He listens to our podcast. Oh, man. <laughs> Oh, fuck you. You're not allowed to listen to the podcast. Are you kidding me? He didn't want to stay. He's got other problems to assist, bud. Yeah, yeah. Than watching cops with somebody he doesn't know. You know what, man? That's just not how you live life. That's how I would live my life. Corey Feldman did not age well. I would would assume so. He looks the same, but he's very wrinkly now. He just looks (laughs) like like an old baby man. And apparently he's still acting. In what? Not not anything you want to (laughs) see. But, you know, I don't know. You learn something new every day. I guess. Like, Corey Feldman's still alive. So, on this (laughs) moment, I actually am going to give a spoiler for a review on this, uh, just because I do think you should watch this before you listen to this episode, for once. If you don't want to, obviously, just listen to it anyway. If you don't already do that, like a normal person should. That's not how... 
That's up for debate. We're not getting into this right That's now. That's up for debate. Go ahead. But do, if do you do want to listen YouTube. to this anyway, go ahead. If you don't care about spoilers. If you do care about spoilers, though, we are going to spoil the fuck out of this movie. So anyway, I'd explain this. This is a game of hide and seek like no other. It's as it a fucking scream queen like no other. It has comedic elements that will have you laughing your fucking ass off. And an ending that will make your jaw drop. This shit is fucking awesome. Just watch it. Watch it again. Keep watching it. Don't stop watching it. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot. Shopify helps you do your thing. However you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage. All the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in. Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. So, 17 <laughs> versions of Grace's wedding dress were created to show the progress of Grace's night and how her clothes corresponded to her attitude. Hmm. Just give me more horror movies with women and wedding dresses. And wedding dresses. And she puts on a pair of Converse at one point. Oh, yeah. It's, yeah. It's, it's, I think she got married in the Converse, actually. No, she didn't. No? No, she had heels on. I care. I was trying to watch to see when she put them on, but like when she ripped her dress, she just already had them on. Mm, she, no, she put them on I don't know later. when she did. She put them on after that. She still had her heels on at that point. No, because it, it pans down. Like, it shows her shoes during that scene. That's why I was trying to figure out, like, it was sometime before that. Mm. Well, maybe we'll get to it right now. Yeah, I don't know. I, I I didn't write it down, so I don't know. Maybe you'll remember. I'll remember when you get to the part. But the mask worn by the family in the beginning of the episode, which we're going to talk about in like 60 fucking seconds, they're reminiscent of the mask used in the Twilight Zone episode, The Mass, in 1964, hmm. which is arguably one of the top 10 Twilight Zone episodes like fucking ever. The Mass? You don't remember that one? No. Which one It's was like that? the old dude and he makes them all wear the mask and when, th- when they take them off, all their faces are like molded like the mask. Oh, Yeah. Yeah, that's what the masks were like. Oh, okay. Modeled after the the one with the the pig noses, right? Kind of, yeah. There was like one with a pig nose, but oh, okay. No, I was thinking of the one where like all the people looked like pigs, and she woke up beautiful. One of the masks is similar to that, but they're oh, different okay. masks. They're fucking oh. creepy. And you know what? Good Those are know. all on horrormerch.com. Oh, cool. And we're not sponsored by them, but if you want to sponsor us, you know you're that those are cool masks, so send me those. <laughs> Very I'll, cool. I'll yes. talk about you more. <laughs> the budget for this movie was $6 million, and you know what? This shows that you don't need an extremely high budget to make an awesome fucking movie. That's a pretty high budget. Jennifer's Body in 2008 was $16 million. Oh. That was an awesome movie, too, but it's like $6 million? I mean, that's not a super yeah, high budget. You're right. It's not. Never mind. It's not a super low budget movie, like it's not a nothing movie, but it's that's not a super high budget. Yeah, I guess now nowadays it's not. Um, box office was ten million the opening weekend, but then it made a fucking fifty seven point four million Fuck domestic yeah. box office. Hell yeah! By the time it left the year, so I mean that's pretty cool. Just shows you like how it started off yeah. low, like people didn't know about it, and then it was like, oh wait, so fucking weird because I feel like well maybe because like they see that like. All these like movies that are coming out, it's basically the entire movie in previews, and they're like, we don't want to do that. So they just like didn't really like put it out there as much, you know, which ended up being fucking great. I'm glad I knew what it was like when it was in theaters. Yeah. I didn't have to wait a while. And you know what? This was actually distributed by uh, Fox, which makes this a Disney movie. What? Yeah. It's, it's a fucking Disney movie. They should make like a, a little like corner of Disneyland dedicated to this movie. 
I would give Disney all my money. <laughs> that shit would be pretty fucking cool. I would give them a make make a horror Disneyland. That would be fucking cool, actually. I'll take it. I haven't been to Disneyland in years, dude. I'm sure that's a lot of people are going to mess like, what about Universal Studios? Nope, I haven't been there in years either. Uh, I don't go anywhere. <laughs> Caleb doesn't like uh, rides, you guys. Well, it's not. I'm scared of heights, so I have a bad time. <laughs> I don't have a great time, so it's just how it goes. Unfortunate. So when this movie starts out, we have a sign that reads, Labeo's Gambit. Take a risk. Gain the advantage. And I got some abracadabra books and some more Labeo books and shit. And uh, we see some young kids running through the house, which will later be a few of our main characters. Daniel is protecting his little brother from the weird shit that's going on as some dude runs up to him and asks him for help because they're trying to kill him. And Daniel screams, he's in here! And a bunch of people in like creepy-ass masks, the one we were talking about a minute ago, mm-hmm. run out. And they shoot the guy with a bow. And an arrow, or it's a fucking, it's a uh, crossbow. Crossbow, there you go. There you go. And there's a chick in a wedding dress named Helene being held back, and she's mm-hmm. crying. Poor Helene, you yeah. evil son of a bitch. She actually looked good right here. She is the son of the bitch. She is. <laughs> and then we get like a 30 years later with some classical music, and we see the fucking Queen Samara weaving. Z-Queen. Your love for this woman is undying. She is the greatest thing in the world. <laughs> She's she's all right. She's pretty cool. Uh, at Samara Weaving, I don't I don't plan on getting married. <laughs> but if you want to propose to me under the stars, he will be swooning. You can carry me off into the sunset. <laughs> I don't weigh that much. He doesn't. He's he's very light. This can. This can be worked out. <laughs> so we see Grace practicing her vows, and that's Samar weaving. I've said it multiple times, probably. Smoking a cigarette, and she's speaking about how her fiance's Alex, or her fiance Alex's family is insane. Mm-hmm. And then he walks in, and they joke about how his family sucks, and he's pretty much gives her a little out, as they like to call it. Yeah. And his brother Daniel walks in, also awkwardly hinted, like, yeah, you don't belong in this family. Mm-hmm. And then Alex repeats himself, and she goes, no, thank you. I'm all in. And like the sexiest voice possible. Just just gonna say that. Caleb. Just gonna You it's okay. Whatever. Just gonna I'm throw not gonna it out anything. there. Just gonna throw it out there. I'm not gonna say anything else about it. And this. then she kisses him. And also when we first saw this, you thought it was Margot Robbie. Well, they look the same. They do. And she actually said in an interview, she was like, Thank you. Yeah, Margot Robbie's fucking beautiful. She is. Yeah. But Samara wins. No. She does. No. So Alex says, All right, you ready? And Grace goes, you <laughs> oh, fuck no. And immediately goes, dun, dun, dun. And we see a black screen with ready or not, which sounds like really simple, but I don't know. The timing and the music are all just like really it's, elegant. Yeah, no, it's fucking spot on. I love it. The soundtrack in this movie. Holy it's shit. It's pretty cool. Yeah. It's fucking awesome. Yeah. And the whole movie just exudes class. Mm-hmm. It's a very classy event. Very posh. <laughs> so now, wait, what was the name that I said earlier? What do you mean? Willem Bag. What? Who are you talking about? That posh name that I sent earlier to the group Willembert. chat. Willembert. Willembert? I think. Willembert? I don't fucking remember. I can go find it if you if you like. Birdium? Oh, I'm going to go find it. It was a good name. 
So anyway, during pictures, we see Aunt Helene staring Grace down like a fucking hawk. And Daniel whispers to her, he's like, don't worry. She's just trying to figure out if you're like a gold digging whore like my wife. (laughs) (laughs) It pans to Daniel and his wife and she whispers to him, she'll never be one of us. And he's like, oh, of course not, dear. She has a soul. (laughs) And this like continues for a little while as everyone speaks behind each other's back. And we head over to Grace, who was approached by Becky, a.k.a. Alex, the fiance's mother. I found the name. What is it? Wigbert. Wigbert. That's a good, (laughs) that's a very posh name. I love it. It's very posh, very classy. What was I going to name? Was that for the- A burb. That was for the burb? It was for a burb. That's a bird name. It is a bird name. That's a really good bird name. Mm Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. She starts smoking and she lays down this very fancy cigarette case. And Grace mentions that it's beautiful. And then Becky is like, hey, do you smoke? And Grace is like, no. Assumably smelling the cigarette smoke on her or just like picking up on her emotions. Becky's like, all right, so are you nervous? She's like, it's because your blood isn't blue enough. Huh? And she's like, yeah, it's what they said about me. <laughs> and she's like, stand tall. Stand tall and Fuck him. <laughs> <laughs> At this point in the movie, I was like, okay, I love this lady. <laughs> the only thing that matters is what Alex thinks. And look at him. And they're just like looking at him ever so endearing. Very endearing. So they have their wedding, which is honestly fucking like beautiful. And an incredible yeah. setting, like right in the backyard of their ginormous mansion. Fucking a mansion is an understatement. This is like a castle almost. It's ridiculous. <laughs> and then we get the opening credits and or the opening the opening credits. <laughs> and what I really love about these is that like they don't take you out of the movie at all. No, yeah. I love when movies do that shit, dude. It was literally just like the directors and then a brief bit of music and then boom, it was like right in mm-hmm. the movie. Like it didn't waste any time. Yeah. And also this movie is an hour and a half long. Perfect. It's beautiful. So Grace and Alex, they run into their room to make out, and then they joke about, like, holy shit, we just got married, and they're about to fuck. And then Alex says that he has to tell her something, and Grace is like, nope, take your pants off. And then she looks over (laughs) in the corner of the room, and Aunt Helene is just standing in the corner. Straight demon face, dude. I cannot stand the way this lady looks. (laughs) She's just standing there. She has. We should talk about how she looks. She has, like, spiky hair. She has spiky white Guy Fieri frosted tips and, like, demon eyes. Like straight up fucking demon eyes, and she always has like a a scowl. Is that a right a right word? Yes, one hundred percent. She always has a fucking scowl on her face. It's fucking it's terrifying, dude. I would hate for this to be my great aunt. You got me so fucked up. Yeah, she is not a good looking member. <laughs> she's, she's she's bad. And she's just like, you'll have to hide better than that. And they're just <laughs> like, dude, what the. F- no, we're just, we're doing our own fucking thing. Yeah. We're not hiding anywhere. <laughs> She's like, all right, everyone's waiting downstairs. He's like, all right, we'll be out in a minute. And she heads <laughs> out through a secret door. And then Grace is like, okay, who's waiting? Like, what's happening? Yeah. And Alex is like, all right, so it might be bad gammon. It might be checkers. Who knows? <laughs> and she's just like, oh, so... Okay, yeah, let's let's play checkers then. That's yeah. that's fine. <laughs> He's like, "All right. You sure?" She's like, "Yeah. Yeah, that's that's fine. It's not an issue." They <laughs> they do it way better than Caleb did though, right now. A little bit. Little no, bit. she's super cute. She's like, "I'm going to play the shit out of checkers." Yeah. No, she is pretty cute about it, but like just the way you were like, "Yeah. 
Yeah, okay. I'll do it. That's not how she said it. Well, no, because I'm trying to represent, like, the, she was being a normal person because he's being all weird and ominous. Yeah. Like, are you sure you want to play checkers? Sure? She's like, yeah, I, I, that's fine. That giant checkers game we played at Christian's house. Oh, that was awesome. Lit. That was, like, the first post on our Instagram on Horse Soup. Oh, my God, it was. It was, like, the third or something. Holy it was, like, one shit. of the very first posts. First post. <laughs> First post. <laughs> so Alex's mom starts to talk about how Grace was in foster homes, and Grace was like, oh, yeah, well, I talked to Alex before, and I told him how important it was for me to be, like, a part of an actual family. Mm-hmm. And Alex takes her away, and he acts kind of weird. And then we see a couple of the kids running around with their creepy masks on from earlier. And Daniel gets all pissed off. He's like, take that off. And take Fitch, that shit off. Fitch is like, shut up, you. <laughs> Drunk as shit already. <laughs> so we now meet Fitch. And high-strung coke addict, Emily. Oh, I'm so glad you noticed that, because I didn't notice it my first watch. What? Yeah. I didn't there notice was... when she, like, wipes her nose. When, Did uh... you see that other scene in the mirror? Uh-uh. Wait, what scene in the mirror? The one where she, like, fucking destroys a bunch of coke. When? Splashes all over her face. Her face is filled with cocaine. Was this after... Obviously, it was after she met Grace. Yeah. Huh. No, I don't remember that. You missed the most peculiar things. It, it was just a coke scene. It's not important. No, but the scene was focused on her. It was just her in the scene for like a oh, solid no. 20 seconds. She was in the mirror like I feel snorting fucking, coke. I feel fucking stupid because like when me and Miguel like watch this movie again, when she like tells her to wipe her nose, when Grace like tells her to fucking, what's her name in the show and the movie? Emma? Emily, the coke addict? Yeah. Emily. Emily. Okay, yeah. When she tells her to wipe her nose, I was like, oh fuck, I didn't even notice that. Oh, and yeah, I, fuck, I watched the rest of the movie after this. <laughs> I'm such an idiot. You always miss like scenes that are like focused on one person, like doing something specific. You're it's like, probably because I'm just like, uh, whatever. You're like, like you're like, wait a second, <laughs> that happened. <laughs> Sounds about fucking right. Yeah, it's just the focal point of the movie. <laughs> that given moment. <laughs> So anyway, Emily says hi to Aline, and she's like, oh, brown-eyed niece, you continue to exist. <laughs> Moves on. Jesus, I'm going to say that to people. <laughs> you continue to exist. Ah, uh, yes, you are existing still. That's a really good one, honestly. That's pretty good, yeah. I like it. Emily just kind of gets giddy, and everyone sits down at the game table, and Tony starts to tell Grace about their family tradition and how Mr. LeBeo granted um, their great-grandfather the box that he's passing around the table. And he said that if he could figure out the mystery of the box before leaving the port, he would grant his great-grandfather his fortune. And he says that he places a new card, like, into the box every time they do this game. Yeah. And everyone pulls out a card, and it decides what they're going to play for the night. And Fitch is like, I got old maid. Seriously, like, what the fuck is old maid? <laughs> <laughs> and I don't, I don't think they ever explained that either. I no, think they didn't. I looked it up at some point, but I forgot what it is. You should look that up. Okay, I'll look but it up. But Grace pulls out a card and starts giggling, and Helene goes... What does it say, girl? And Grace is like, hide and seek. And the room goes like fucking silent. And they're just like, all right, well, you're going to have to hide. And she's like, all right, well, this is kind of like cheating, but whatever, because you guys have cameras and shit. And then she does like a cheers to Mr. LeBeo, and everyone's like, oh, cheers. Did you find it? Yeah, I found it. It says, Old Maid is a Victorian card game for two or more players, probably deriving from an ancient gambling game in which the loser pays for drinks. That sounds like a good game. Uh, it's just a card game, I guess. But the loser pays for drinks. Yeah, I guess, but I don't know. I'll take it. Just a card game. Nothing special. That's pretty special. So Tony is all like, all right, well, it's going to be fair. We're going to shut off all the cameras because we always play the way that they did in the olden times. 
And Grace is like, well, there's really no way for me to win, is there? And he's like, well, you could stay hidden until dawn. He's like, the game starts now. And then a song goes like, run, run, run. It's time to run and hide. Run, run, run. <laughs> that was more like Oompa Loompa-y, but it's all right. You sound like such a fucking dork. That's, that's how it went. Oh, Jesus. It totally wasn't in that key. I can never remember the key when I write shit down. I need to write like music notes right under so I know where to go with it. So as this song is playing, Grace is playfully looking for a decent hiding place. And the entire family is like gathering weapons and preparing for war. Huge fucking weapons, dude. And Fitch isn't really happy about his crossbow. (laughs) And then some look, um, some of them look pretty determined. Yeah, they're like, all right, yeah. And some of them look scared. And then some of them are kind of (laughs) neutral. And then Alex is just, like, sitting on the couch, like, all sad without a weapon. Yeah. And the mom's just like, all right, you know, it's okay. It's fine. It's, you'll be all right. And Grace is just, like, bored sitting inside of a dumbwaiter, and she's, like, chewing on her nails, and just like, mm-hmm. oh, well, this is kind of not exciting. <laughs> and Fitch asked the mother how long this is supposed to take, and she's like, well, I don't know. Like, this has only happened once since I've been in the family. I don't fucking know. And then Fitch looks down at his crossbow, and he's like, am I really supposed to know how to use this? <laughs> nobody knows how to use a crossbow except for like a select few Hmm. you can figure it out it's cross and it's bows Hmm. sounds about right so grace is getting like fucking bored and she comes out of the dumbwaiter and she rips her dress and then the chick that was babysitting one of the kids starts like just walking around Mm -hmm. and alex grabs grace as she's like chilling behind this door and then emily shoots the chick in the face assuming that it was grace yeah and And it's not it's not grace (laughs) And they all started talking about like how they killed the wrong person. Like, ah, shit, we we weren't supposed to kill her. We're supposed to kill her. It doesn't work this way. It was like one of the maids or something, right? Yeah, it was one of the three maids. Yeah. And they were like, oh, well, fuck. And Grace is just sitting there. She like has her hand over her mouth and she's just like trying not to like freak the fuck out. And Emily bends over and she's like, hey, it's going to be okay. And the chick's just like, oh, just like gargling with like blood, just gurgling blood, dude. It's fucking nuts. It's fucking insane. It looks awesome. Yeah, it looks it does. really cool. And they drag her body out. They do like a coin flip every time, and they're like heads or tails, and they'll like get the feet or the head depending on what they got. Yeah. And Alex starts to grab shit, and Grace goes, "Alex, what the fuck?" And he tells her that she pulled the wrong, the one wrong card, and that they think that she has to be killed by the morning. Holy shit! And she's kind of just sitting there, like, <laughs> "Are you?" fucking kidding me she's like, in fucking shock at this point dude like she's not saying anything well she's saying some stuff she's pissed but she's all, she's just not she's saying it in a very weird tone like she's yeah. she's freaking out but she's just like are you fucking kidding me mm-hmm. like what is wrong with you she's in shock dude <laughs> and they run off and then emily runs back into the room because she forgot her gun and does like a huge bump of cocaine this is when she does it like she runs and- up she runs back she's like oh i forgot my gun and she runs up to the mirror and she's just like Pulls out some fucking coke and just does a huge bump and there's coke all over her nose and her and mouth. And by the way, this is when she put her shoes on. When oh, she was it? in the room with Alex. He's like, put your shoes on. And she puts them yes. on. Yes. Yes. Yeah. That is when it was. Cool. Mm-hmm. I'm glad we did get around to that. Yeah. Because I could not so, fucking remember. Yeah. So I don't I don't understand why you thought the camera panned down when she ripped her dress. Yeah. Because that's later. Oh, okay. I thought you were that's talking like about the first later. rip. When she ripped her dress getting out of the dumbwaiter. No, 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 not that Okay, one. that's what I thought you were talking about. I was like, there's no way, because this totally happened after that. No, no, I'm talking about when she ripped her dress, like, yeah. way later. Yeah, I, I get it now. Yeah, that full shot. Okay, so, where the fuck were we? We're Excuse places. that. Excuse that yawn, you guys. I'm very tired. What is a yawn? 
Mm. Happens often to most people. So, Grace and Alex start yelling about him being an asshole, and Fitch would have, like, caught this conversation, but he was just, like, taking a dump and watching a YouTube video on how to use a crossbow. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. Me as fuck. And Alex pretty much tells Grace that she has to pay... Uh, play and she's like why the hell didn't you tell me about this and he's like if i told you you would have left <laughs> and then like some sad like you know endearing music starts playing and it's just he's like you're everything to me and it's like no fuck you're 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 an asshole this, yeah like you just don't bring her around your family if that's the fucking case yeah if you cared about it just be like look my family's like they're terrible people can't Exactly. This like the whole thing could have been avoided. Yeah. So he's <laughs> just get married asshole. elsewhere, dude. But she does like incredible at looking like destroyed and yeah. just like sad as hell. Like mm-hmm. she does fucking awesome. So Alex runs off to distract the family or whatever his fucking dumb plan is, and then he tells Grace to make her way to the kitchen. And she's walking with her dress, and she's like tripping over it. So this is when she sits down and she like rips the bottom of it, mm-hmm. and she reveals like her converse. It's just yeah. like all right, and they're yellow. Yeah, and it's like bad bitch moment right Super here. It's cute. like let's go. I want a pair of yellow Converse now. You know, those are actually discontinued and they made those custom for this movie. God damn it. Mm-hmm. Son of a bitch. Yep, I'll, so I'll go paint them myself. You gotta make them. So she walks through a hallway and right into Helene, the father, and Daniel carrying the body. And Daniel's like, all right, found her. <laughs> and like, she tries to run and turns around. And Emily comes in on the other side. She misses three fucking shots. Like, Jesus. near point blank fucking range Mm -hmm. and then she drops the gun and then almost shoots everyone else and they're like dude what the fuck like she's a fucking mess dude yeah they're like just aim like in the center like just somewhere that's not at us can you like imagine having two kids and being a coke addict because those are uh emily's kids right yeah yeah Yeah, i think so can you imagine that jesus fuck dude she's a mess so mess but you know what they're all kind of a mess Oh, yeah, yeah. So Grace is hiding behind a doorway, and Daniel walks in and sees her while she's, like, hyperventilating, like, Mm -hmm. mad fucking crazy. I have, I always stutter, but I've been stuttering, like, mad crazy the last few weeks. Yeah, I don't know why. I've been on it. (laughs) So Daniel goes, I just came in to get a drink, and then he goes, all right, I have to call the others, you know. And she tries to, like, plead with him, and he's like, ah, I'll give you, like, a 10-second head start, I guess. This dude's vibe throughout the movie is very, like... It's hit and miss. It's very hit or miss. It's going back and forth, over yeah. and over. So she runs off, and he gives her, like, a few, like, one 1,000, two 1,000, and then his wife comes in and complains about him not even caring about, like, finding her. And he's like, you know, Alex not telling uh, Grace is one thing. What about you? He's like, you didn't even fucking blink when I told you about any of this. Because <laughs> she's a fucking psychopath. <laughs> yeah, dude, he was coming for her head right here. I yeah. loved it. And the rest of the family runs in. They're like, where is she? And he's like, sorry, I don't know. She's gone. Where are they? Where are they? (laughs) And Emily cries about not having her gun. So Fitch gives her the crossbow. And then immediately after this, she fucking like grabs it. And then another maid walks in and she fucking shoots the maid in the (laughs) mouth with the crossbow. (laughs) And she starts going, why does this always happen to me? And she's like, daddy. And he's like, it's okay, honey. Fucking typical fucking rich bitch bullshit. That was so ridiculous. And Fitch is like, all right. Let's let's find her an edible. Maybe we could find like one of the maids that's still alive to clean that shit up or something. (laughs) So Helene starts saying that they need to find her and the maid's making fucking dying noises. Yeah, she's like 
choking on her own fucking blood, dude. Just getting, and it's gross. It's, it's gross sounding, dude. It's really cool, honestly. Yeah. No, a, yeah, it's fucking cool. It's a like, good bad sound. Yeah. And Helena's like just like trying to talk, and she keeps getting interrupted. She's just like fucking. She turns over and just chops her fucking head off with a giant fucking axe that she has, dude. And she's just carrying this around like the whole movie. Yeah. This fucking tiny little old fucking lady just carrying around this fucking bear killing axe. It is giant. It's bigger than her. It is. It's probably it's bigger than me. Probably. You're not a man of size. And no, the mother says <laughs> the mother says that they uh, should use the cameras. And Helene's like, no, that's tradition. And he goes, that's stupid. It's not tradition. If they had cameras in this time, they would have used them too. <laughs> and then Emily goes, speaking of that, can we use like a weapon from this century? Because I have a gun in my purse. And then Daniel's like, wait, what? Or like fish or some of them. I, yeah. I, or maybe this wasn't. I think this was charity actually. Oh yeah, probably. I. Uh, they I look hate kind charity, of similar. Dude. I hate charity so much. Oh, she's a bitch of the century. I can't fucking stand that woman. And the father's like, "No, we use his guns. That's tradition." And he kind of like looks at Helene. She's just like, "Yeah, pick and choose, pick and choose." <laughs> <laughs> Aunt, Aunt Aunt Helene is having like a terrible time with all these young people. <laughs> And then Daniel goes, at least you're not making us wear like a stupid fucking mask. And he's like, oh, that was that was dad's idea. It was the 80s. <laughs> That's his fucking excuse. That's our explanation for the mask from the beginning of the movie. I thought that was so awesome because like I thought they were just going to blow over and they weren't going to talk about it again. Because no. you're getting into the movie and it's like it's kind of getting in there like when, when are the mask going to come back? Like yeah. you don't see them wearing it. And he's just like, oh, that was just that was just a phase. Ah, that was the 80s. That's fucking funny. <laughs> that is really funny. And Grace is running around now, and she finds a shotgun and a bunch of ammo, and she sees herself in the mirror looking like straight up fucking like a Kill Bill Rambo crossover. Fucking love it, dude. And she finds a locked door, and she tries to shoot it, but her shotgun seemingly jams, and then the waiter comes in the room, so she's forced to hide. Yeah. And Tony and Daniel are walking around at this point to confront Alex, and Grace is dealing with Mr. Whistling Man in the kitchen. Oh, yeah. He's whistling some bullshit. He is a force to be reckoned with. Yeah. <laughs> and she tries to load her shotgun, and she almost gets caught in between the musical numbers. And she's trying to load quietly, and then all of a sudden, he starts full force singing. Yeah. Can you replicate it? No, I Wait. cannot, because I don't remember what he was singing. I was going to try. I can't do it. No, try it anyways. Nope. She gets it loaded and comes behind him and tells him to move, and he's like, I'm afraid I can't do that. And she tries to shoot him to no avail, and he goes, the ammunition is display only. <laughs> And he grabs a shotgun from her, and then, like, you think that Grace is going to get fucked. Like, you expect, like, you know, just yeah. the average, like, horror movie thing, you know, like, a girl's just going to get, like, fucked over. Get her she's, fucking ass beat. Yeah, yeah she's going to be all weak and just like, oh, what do I do? But nope, she immediately just, like, looks to the right, grabs a <laughs> coffee pot or a teapot. It's, like, boiling fucking hot, too. Boiling hot and fucking smashes this guy in the mm -hmm. face with it, and he's just screaming like he's so he got fucking up. He got fucking walloped, for one, and two, he got fucking burnt. Because that's what he was doing in the kitchen. Yeah, he was, he was making, making tea. that tea. Mm -hmm. So he, uh, he wasn't expecting that. I wasn't expecting that. That was like one of the first moments in the theater when I was like, oh shit. I was like, this is yeah. going somewhere else. Yeah, that's when I was like, oh, okay. No, the first one was when she fucking shot that lady in the fucking mouth with the crossbow. I was like, okay, this is going to good places. <laughs> that's when I knew it was going to be like wacky and a lot of fun. Yeah. But then this one, I was like, okay, like she's breaking some, fun some standard rules. Fun is an understatement for this fucking movie, dude. It's a blast. It's so fucking good. I love mm -hmm. it. 
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. So then she runs off, and Alex's father and brother come into the room, and Alex starts choking his father out, but Daniel kind of talks him out of it, and then the father knocks him out, and then he does this coin flip thing again, and he's like, all right, heads, you get the fee, and Daniel's <laughs> fucking pissed. He's like, just fucking, he's like, I don't fucking care. Let's just go. Yeah. Like, let's just go. And Grace finds a chick in the dumbwaiter, and she's like, I'm not even a maid. Like, they, they just like the way I dance. <laughs> God. <laughs> and she starts screaming. She's like, she's here. She's here. And she presses down like the button while she's screaming. Yeah. And the dumbwaiter just starts closing on herself. Oh, uh, dude, so this she, part is so fucking cool. It is. She gets destroyed. She gets fucking destroyed. You can hear her like bones fucking crunching and like blood coming out of her mouth in the last crunch. She just like, she doesn't like die dramatically or anything. The last crunch is just like, and she just like kind of goes like limp a little bit. And she did this to herself too. It's fucking awesome. She a dumbass. And the butler comes out and he sees this and he reports that the last maid chick is dead and Tony's getting like fucking pissed. Like he's <laughs> screaming and throwing shit. And Grace overhears Helene saying that they're like more alike than they think. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, her and Alex, that yeah. is. And she thinks that he's meant to lead the family. And she's like, he's the only one that ever seen like Miss, Mr. LeBeo in his chair. Yeah. And blah, blah. And I was like, oh, well, that's when he was like six. She was like, so what? And? Happened. He's powerful. <laughs> so Grace is outside crying, and we see that Alex was awake like this entire time. So he yeah. heard this whole conversation. And Fitch is texting a guy named Kip, and he's just like laughing. He's like, ha ha. He's what talk- did the fucking text say again? It was something about like butterscotch sweats. I don't know what that means. <laughs> <coughs> I have no idea what that means. Me neither. I don't think I want to know either. That's standard Fitch Kip conversation, though. Yeah. So I'll Kip. I'll- that's fine. And Grace jumps out of the window right behind him, but of course he doesn't notice because he's having a swell time. <laughs> and Grace runs by, runs by the area that uh, she was married to Alex in, and she's like, oh. But then she just heads for the street. She's like, ah, fuck this. And she sees a light behind her, so she runs into a barn to hide. And mm-hmm. the flashlight falls close behind her. And she's like hiding in like this goat cheap stall. And <laughs> then little Georgie shines his light on her. And she's like, oh, Georgie. I know this is probably, like, really scary, but... And then he just pulls up a gun and fucking shoots a hole in her hand. Shoots her... A literal hole in her fucking hand, dude. And you see it fucking happen. She's like, ah, fucking screaming. And she looks through the hole and, Mm -hmm. like, looks at him all dazed. And then you think that it looks like one of those, like, TV show, like, how did I get here moments. Yeah. (laughs) Record scratch. I guess you're wondering how I got here. Yeah, and then it does the record scratch real quick. And she just punches him in the face. Yeah. Knocks this fucking knocks kid out. Knocks the fucking kid out, dude. Oh, God. That what a woman. Aw- that was awesome. That's exactly <laughs> what you would do in that moment. Oh, yeah. Are you fucking kidding me? Dude, she just, would be in the fuck. I would destroy that child. You would fuck him up. I would destroy the fucking child. Are you kidding me? <laughs> Don't shoot me. I'm bigger than you. <laughs> I brought you in this world. I can take you out. I can out. take you right out. Hand or no hand. <laughs> so, unfortunately, she fucking, like, falls over, like, into this pit. And this is this is a pit of despair, to say the least. Because there are like dead sheep bodies and like <laughs> fucking feces and actual dead bodies, it, like human bodies. I can't bodies. even imagine the smell, dude. Oh, oh it's God. terrible. That is infection soup right there. Oh yeah. And she pukes, and then she gets up, and she finds a ladder. And when she gets to the top, 
it fucking breaks. Like the ladder that she's climbing mm-hmm. on, it breaks. And she's holding on to the top of this thing with one hand. And this is like the hardest part of the movie. So she's holding to the top of this. She's trying to like bring herself back yeah. up. And there's a nail poking out of the wood. And we get a little shot of the nail. And we see her just like holding up with one hand. And she's like, all right, you can tell she's about to bring herself up. She brings her hand up, not knowing the nail's there. Hand goes straight through it. like. Well, that's because she was like shot in the hand. Yeah. It just like went straight through. And I, I fucking... Oh, God, this it hurts to watch, but it's so fucking cool looking. And at the same time, I love that they give you the preview of the nail like a split second before it fucking happens. So, you know, it's coming and then it just fucking happens right in front of you. Because it was inevitable. It was like, yeah, it's there. It's there. It's going to fucking happen. She's going to fucking smack the shit out of this nail. (laughs) That shit hurt me. Yeah. It's almost as bad as the fucking uh, pencil to the Achilles tendon in Evil Dead, dude. Dude, that is... And it's crazy because that's such an old movie. Yeah. And it's still to this day. I've seen it so it many times. It hurts. It fucking hurts no matter how many times. I still, dude, I still cringe <clears throat> at that fucking part. It's insane how many times I've seen that scene. Mm-hmm. And it still just gets to me. Like, every time I have to look away, I'm like, oh, fuck. I'm like, ah. Oh. I watch it, but then, like, it gets worse because she, like, fucking like yeah she moves it she around. moves the fucking pencil around in there dude like oh my god that you're never walking again bud you hate to see it <laughs> you love to see it oh i love yeah. to see it so she's like she brings herself up and she kind of like has this little moment and she pulls herself up and like mm-hmm. gets her gets her footing and she's like getting ready to pull herself out but she can't until she pulls her hand out yeah so she takes a deep breath and she just rips her hand out of this nail, and she screams, like, at the top of her fucking lungs. If I heard that scream, oh, my God, dude. Like, And this is, like, this is the most terrifying, like, mm-hmm. blood-curdling scream it's that you literally, ever hear. It's fucking literally blood-curdling. She, like, it seems like this that make this movie so fucking good. Bitch can wail. She is. <laughs> I just want to see her in everything. <laughs> And everything like she will That's make Caleb's fucking wife. She will make any horror movie good. I guarantee it. And then like she's sitting there and she's just like so fucking pissed. She's like, "You little fucker!" And then she walks <laughs> off. So now she's running off, and one of the wives tries to shoot her, but she misses, and she hits a fucking bird that's flying by. <laughs> And she's just like, oh, fuck. And she goes inside, she tells the butler, and she goes to tell everyone else, but the butler dips out because he is ready for revenge. He's just like, I have to go find her. So she fi- find her. Because his face is her. all fucked up now. Yeah. Like, it's all burnt up. It's all cheese pizza-y. <clears throat> That's exactly what it looks like. Yeah. <laughs> so it, uh, she's like, she finds this bar that's mm-hmm. close to like falling out of the fence, and she starts just pulling on it like with all her fucking force. And she sees a car driving by, so she's trying to pull it out, like, fast so she can, like, yeah. you know, get over to it. So she, like, rips it off. And when she rips it off, like, she literally flies back because she's pulling so fucking yeah. hard on it. Like, she has, like, her legs on the fucking fence just, like, yanking like a monkey. With all her fucking might. And she pulls it out, and then she just runs over, and there's, like, this tiny little gap she needs to get through. Oh, my God. And she forces herself through it, and there's, like, a little, like, it's just a pointy part, you know, at the end of it. Just, like, part of the fence is just poking through. And it's... It's just leaving this giant gash in her back as she's oh, moving through it. Fuck, dude, this just shit slowly, hurt me to watch too. Uh, like, it's happening so slow, and she's just screaming and screaming. And you can see the fucking like flesh tearing, dude. It's it's so fucking cool looking. But it's Jesus, a slow scene. Jesus, does it hurt? <laughs> it fucking hurts. Yeah, it's a crazy fucking scene. And then after all this, 
She gets to the car and she's like, thank you, thank you. She's like, oh my God, like, thank you so much. Mm -hmm. And the dude is just like, get the fuck out of the road. (laughs) (laughs) Just fucking drives off. (laughs) Get the fuck out of here. And Grace is like, what the fuck is wrong with you? You fucking animal. You fucking shit little tiny dick liquor fucking asshole fucking guy. You fucking rich people. Me when somebody cuts me off. <laughs> and, and that was that was verbatim what yeah, she said. Yeah. Tiny she, dick liquor, what'd she say? Uh, she said, uh, shit little tiny dick liquor fucking asshole. Love it. And she was like, fucking guy. <laughs> fucking guy. Oh my god! It I was so bad for her. It was so awesome. Like that was just perfect reaction. It was great. It's how anybody would have fucking reacted. And the butler pulls up, and she's like, "Fuck this!" She runs off. So um, he sees a piece of dress in the fence, and he like spreads the word through like fucking FaceTime that she's out of the property. And <laughs> the Daniel- FaceTime, yeah, straight oh, up. We have to say the FaceTime part because it's <laughs> funny because it's just like the butler in his car. And then the entire family is just, like, crowded around their dad in a chair, like, old, like, fucking boomer-ass angle on the fucking camera, dude. <laughs> Shit's perfect. Yeah, that's just awesome. We'll get to that in a second. It's yeah. so funny. But even now when he's talking, it's just, like, his. it's just straight forehead view. Yeah. <laughs> but then again, that's what we do on FaceTime and shit. That's, I mean, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna look at the phone, like. We're terrible at it. Yeah, we suck. So the butler is like, all right, she's out of the property. And Daniel's like, well, guess we'll divide the gifts at brunch. And he starts putting on like his fucking uh, coat and stuff. And then Tony throws him against the wall. And he's like, do you think this is a fucking game? And Daniel's like, yes. Hide and seek. It is a game. It's a children's game, actually. And Tony's like, if we fucking fail, like we're gonna die. And Daniel's like, I don't really believe you. And Fitch is kind of on the fence. He's like, are we gonna, is this real? Like, I, I don't, yeah. I don't know what's happening. And this time, like, as viewers, we don't know what's happening. Either. We we're have like, no fucking clue. We're like, is, what are they even talking about? We're like, they know something's gonna happen if they don't kill her, but we don't know what. And Daniel and Emily are now responsible for getting rid of the bodies. And she has Daniel. If he believes what will happen, he's like, what, like burst into flames, explode? Like, I don't fucking know. And then he says, like, you know, maybe they all deserve to die. And she's like, my kids don't. <laughs> and he's like, oh, fuck. I think you're right. He's like, oh, shit, you're probably right. And then Georgie wakes up because he's just there in the barn disposing of the bodies. Mm-hmm. And he's passed out of the barn still from getting punched in the face. <laughs> <laughs> she fucking Thanos punched him, dude. And he wakes up and he's like, well, I shot the girl. And Daniel's like, why would you do that? And he's like, well, that's what everyone else was doing, so why wouldn't I? <laughs> this poor fucking kid, dude. And then Emily's like, I am so proud of you. <laughs> and then she like looks at Daniel, and he's just like, are you fucking kidding me? And she does not see the irony yeah. in this like at all. Not and, at all. And he's just in there like, okay, yeah, your kids do deserve to die. Like, <laughs> I, I'm, I'm tired of all of us. At least that one. <laughs> or, yeah. or to be severely hurt. <laughs> at least him. He, he, he deserves to go, too. Like, yeah. He's already fucked. Yeah. So we're back to Grace and the butler who tries to run her over. And then he runs out and he grabs her and he tries to shoot her and she scratches his face and then like starts choking him out until he passes out. Mm-hmm. She leaves him and gets into the car and tries to call someone through uh, like some Bluetooth shit in the car. Remember that OnStar shit that was in cars in like the early 2000s? This is what it fucking reminds me of. This is what it was. <laughs> like exactly. It's This is when we all started like fucking busting up yeah. laughing in theaters. Shit was fucking comedy, dude. I was drunk and high at this point, and I was dead. I was, I was like, fucked up at this point. This is the funniest shit. This dude named Justin answers, and he's like, she's like, someone's trying to kill me. Can you help me? And he's like, oh, yeah, yeah, sorry. Uh, hold on, hold on. Uh, 
computer's kind of acting up. Let me let me just reboot real quick. He's <laughs> <laughs> just like joking. She's like, he's like, <laughs> and she's like, Justin, Justin. Like she's remaining like calm, but she's like terrified at the same time, just like driving away. Yeah, and she's like, Justin, please call the police. And he's like, uh, hold on. She's like, Justin, call the fucking police. <laughs> and he's like, I'm sorry, ma'am. This car is reported stolen, so I'm going to have to turn the engine off. <laughs> <laughs> and he's like, can you just like stay put because police are on the way? She's like, Justin, please don't do that. Like, I, I need you not to do this. He's just like, yeah, I'm sorry. There's nothing I could do. And he's just like, is there anything else we could do for you? And she's like, yeah, you can go fuck yourself, Justin. And he's just like, yeah, all right. Goodbye, ma'am. Yeah, he's and like, he, yeah, all right. Goodbye, and ma'am. he's all pissed off. Like, he's the one mad at her. <laughs> She's fucking gonna get murdered, you son of a bitch. Fucking Justin. <laughs> Fuck shit, you, Justin. Dude, it was so <laughs> that funny. That shit was fucking funny. It was so funny. <laughs> he's just like, yep, all right. Goodbye, ma'am. <laughs> and the butler breaks the window at this point because she's just in there. She's like, all right, police are on the way. I'm chilling. Yep. Butler immediately breaks the window. Psh, fucking glass everywhere. And he shoots Grace with a tranquilizer gun. So it's like, oh, fuck. She's fucked It's this fucking point. happening, yeah. She has a dream of Alex with a creepy mask on, the like Twilight-esque one. Yeah. And she wakes up to the butler dude listening to like loud opera music. And he's that's when Brie was, that's it's, what Brie was talking oh, about. Yeah. He's just on the FaceTime. Oh, okay. I thought it was fucking, uh... <laughs> I thought it was the first part they FaceTimed. So, yeah, he's just, like, sitting there in the car. He's listening to loud fucking opera music. He's having a great time. And it re- it represents, like, any of me, you, or Miguel on any given day. Yeah. Just driving around. <laughs> <laughs> so, Grace is getting ready to fucking shit up. And all the family's trying to, like, get his attention over the video chat. And he's just too busy rocking out. And Grace... <laughs> rocking out to fucking Beethoven. <laughs> right. And Grace gives him, like, three solid kicks to the back of the head, which makes him crash and flip the car. Yeah. And she, like, narrowly avoids death, and he's dead. Dude, yeah, he's he's fucking toast, but wasn't this scene in, like, slow motion? The car yeah, flip? Yeah, yeah, Fucking dope, Yeah, because it was slow motion, the music was in slow yeah. motion, he was just like, ah, <laughs> and she was just fucking she was screaming. Like, she was, like, flailing around in the back of the car, too. That was awesome. And Grace lives, and when she gets out, Daniel's right in front of her, and he's like, it's funny, I came out here to uh, escape the madness. And he's like, well... <laughs> don't want to do this you know i kind of don't want you to die she's like you're right i like you (laughs) but i'm weak and she's like all right well alex won't forgive you if you do this and he's like yeah but at least he'll be alive (laughs) so now we know that he's kind of feeding into the whole thing now. yeah he's like buying into it now and Might be all the alcohol he's been drinking too. Dude, he's drunk at this point. Yeah, he's fucked up. <laughs> so he says, if anything, uh, uh, he's an alcoholic too. So I mean, like, mm-hmm. yeah, he's probably just drunk at this point. Mm-hmm. He says, if anyone was going to save her, it would have been him. And then he fucking knocks her out with a shotgun. Yeah. And then uh, the father walks out and he's just like, you can come out from hiding. And he's like, yeah, you know, I was here. And he's like, I just fucking knew. <laughs> and they take her back to the house. And then the mother comes and talks to Alex and tries to say that it's all bullshit. But then she says, oh, please, if you believe that, you never would have let her pull a card at all. Yeah. And true. Yeah. And he then talks about cutting the heads off of goats and shit. And he's just like, but I liked it. Oh, <laughs> That's God. the weird part. He's <laughs> a fucking psycho, dude. And then he's like, but I met Grace and she's good. She's the opposite of this family. Mm-hmm. It's like, you just said you liked cutting the heads off of goats. So you're part of it. <laughs> you are your family, whether you like it or not, Alex. 
And then Fitch starts saying, uh, my, my favorite line in the movie, actually. Perfect, perfect. I love this You remember part. this, right? Yes. <laughs> this is when I started like laughing in the theater, because when Fitch first came on, we were all just like, that's not a real name. Yeah. <laughs> You're like, Fitch, come on. <laughs> and then he's like, you got this, Fitch. Don't be a bitch, Fitch. Fitch, like bitch, slapping himself bitch, in the bitch. face. <laughs> <laughs> I remember, like, even before, like, he said that part, we were like, the, Fitch the bitch. We were, like, making fun of his fucking name or something like that. Yeah, we totally were. Like, I was totally thinking that the whole time. Yeah. And then he started saying it. I was like, ah, ah perfect. There we go. <laughs> and now the ceremony starts and everyone is taking a sip out of some chalice and Grace is strapped to a pentagram. Mm -hmm. And she's, like, gagged and trying to scream. Yeah. And Tony goes to grab, uh, like, he grabs some scissors. So it has to be like a specific dagger or something like that. Oh, wait, no, the scissors were later. Yeah, yeah, it was like a specific dagger. And he goes to stab Grace, and then he stops, and everyone starts like puking up blood. And did I say Tony goes to stab Grace? Yeah, I think you meant Alex. Uh... Or did I say Alex? I think I said Alex. Was it Tony or Alex? It was Tony, right? Tony, that's the dad. Yeah, I think you said Tony. Fuck. Cool. Cool. And Helena's <laughs> like, poison! Poison! And then Daniel unties Grace, and they start to run off, and Grace is like, did you just kill them? He's like, nah, I'll be fine. They're just gonna, like, shit some weird stuff for, like, a week. <laughs> They're gonna be shitting their pants. And then Daniel's wife, Charity, pulls up with a gun and tells Daniel to get out of the way. Yeah, she's about to fucking... <coughs> she's about to do this, and she has, like, blood coming out of her mouth from throwing up all the fucking blood. It's really cool looking. She's like, Daniel, move. And he's like, uh-uh. Nope, I ain't going nowhere. And he tries to stop her, and she fucking shoots Daniel in the neck. And then Grace gets pissed off, and she fucking runs straight at Charity, and takes the gun and tries to shoot her, and it's like out of bullets, and she does this awesome head tilt, like kind of like a dog head yeah. tilt a little bit. But she's just like, it's also just like, she looks scary when she does it. Yeah. Because she's pissed at this point. She is li literally fighting for her fucking life it's at this point. But I mean, like, just as Samara Weaving as an actress, it's insane how, like... Yeah how detailed each of her looks are mm -hmm. throughout this movie. Like, it just gets more and more to the fuck. She's fucking it's... great, dude. She She's a great actress. She is so good. And she just looks, like, so pissed. She, like, tilts her head. And then, like, you, it's another moment where, like, for a sp this is even faster than the teapot one, though. Like, yeah. you think for a split second she's going to, like, choke up. And she just, like, tilts her head. And then she fucking just smacks her in the head with a gun. Yeah. This fucking pistol whips her ass. <laughs> it was awesome. And she runs out, and then Tony tries to stop her, and she bashes his head in with a nearby object. I don't even mm -hmm. remember what she grabbed. She just grabbed something and was like, boom, and yeah. just kept moving. Yeah. <laughs> Keep it moving. And Alex runs in, and he finds Daniel dying, and he, like, he finds him fucking dead. It's, he can starts you imagine getting shot in the fucking, like, neck? And it took him a while to die, yeah. too. That was that's fucked. what I'm saying. It would take you a minute. That well, sometimes. Fucked. In, in this his, case. In his case, yeah. In his case. <laughs> <laughs> and then his mother attacks Grace, and she starts choking her, and then Grace, like, struggles, and she grabs the fucking, uh, what is it called? The box of cards, the playing cards or something like that. What is it, the little placemat or whatever? She grabbed, like, the placemat. The table runner that had something is on it. Is that what that's called? Yeah, it's a table runner. It doesn't have legs. You're an idiot. Well, do you know this? Yes, it's called a table runner. Oh, do you know that I'm an idiot? Oh, yeah. I've been aware. Oh. Well, that's just not very nice, Bree. <laughs> but yeah, she gets that box, mm -hmm. and she bashes her fucking head in. Yep. And at first, she just hits her once, and then she's just like, you don't deserve a family. Like, mm -hmm. well, she's all like, 
almost passed out. She's fucking like bloody and black and blue and covered in fucking like decay and shit and everything else that was in that fucking pit, dude. Ugh. And then Grace is like, fuck your fucking family and just starts <laughs> bashing her in and she turns her face into like pulverized yeah. meat. Mm-hmm. It looks it, fucking bad, dude. It is gnarly looking. It's crazy looking. It's I love it. fucking crazy. It looks like like if you made a cake, like a red velvet cake. And just like smashed and it. And just punched it and stabbed <laughs> it with a knife over and over again. And but put it, some like dark brown hair on but it. But <laughs> you made like one of those realistic human faces, you yeah. know, as a cake. Yeah. Like, and you just destroyed it. Yeah. You just pulverized just it. Just fucking threw it in the air and then stepped on it. It's so fucking crazy looking. I love it. And he starts to come toward Grace slowly as she like is still pulverizing her fucking face. Yeah. And he tries to hug her and she gets scared to kind of move backward, mm-hmm. obviously, because he just pulverizes his fucking mom. That and fucking... He's also fucked. He's fucking crazy, yeah. 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 Well, at this point, he wasn't yet, because he wasn't a part of it yet. Well, I know, not yet, but... She just didn't know how to feel. She, well, she still yeah. trusted him. I guess. I wouldn't have. But she did. I wouldn't have. We're not talking about that. <laughs> the way I wish you, I can't wait till we start doing a video podcast because you guys should see the way that Brie just like bounced her head back and forth. She was like, I wouldn't have. <laughs> she was talking so like matter of factly, like, well, I would, not. I would not have done that. <laughs> oh, so, anyway, he says, like, he, she says she's sorry, you know, because she's like moving away and like she's mm-hmm. kind of apprehensive toward him. And he's like, I'm sorry too. And he's like, Daniel's dead. And he's just like, you won't be with me after this, will you? She's just kind of like, I don't know. Big note for me, dog. He's rubbing her face with like one hand and then some happy music starts. Then he puts his other hand up to her face and like is still kind of rubbing it. Mm -hmm. And he starts like squeezing. Yeah. And she's just like, "Uh, that hurts. And he starts like squeezing more. He's like, she's in here. Yeah. And the music gets like all fucking sour and starts going bad. Basically, he was fucking pissed that she was going to leave him after this. Like, what the fuck did you think was going to happen? You dumbass. Yeah. So now what? She deserves to die? Pretty much. <laughs> Fucking and then, insane. And he puts her in a headlock. Yep. Some good old WWE stuff. And uh, now they all grab her and they hold her down to the table because they're running out of time. Mm-hmm. And they start chanting and in the end they go, Hail Satan! Hail mm-hmm. Satan! <laughs> kind of cheesy. <laughs> and Alec, I, I thought it was funny though. They totally said it like kind of cheesy-ish. Yeah, so it was, was, was kind of cheesy, but it wasn't bad cheesy. Because I think this isn't technically, I think it's it's a dark comedy technically hmm. and i give it that it, it's it has a lot of horror elements though so i give it that too like it's, i would say it's more horror than comedy i say it's a dark comedy horror i think that's good mm. a dark horror comedy that makes more sense it yeah, sounds a lot go. better yeah. <laughs> the other one didn't roll off the tongue very well <laughs> i said that all fine i was like yeah dark yeah, comedy horror yeah dark i said it right yep, there we go <laughs> said what i said <laughs> said what i said so they start chanting, Hail Satan, and then Alex very bleakly goes, Hail Satan, like very seriously, mm-hmm. though. And then uh, he tries to stab Grace, but then she bites the hand of, I don't know whose hand was covering her mouth, but yeah. she bites their hand. And then she grabs the knife and she just like runs over to the corner, like fucking super defensively. Like she, she looks like a ravaged animal. Dude, she looks like she's going to fucking kill the next person that fucking touches her. They even says anything to yeah. her. Like she looks fucking terrifying at this point and she is like she's bellowing mm-hmm. yeah she's screeching she's like it's it's she's like squealing almost it's just very like high-pitched and like frantic 
it is terrifying. Mm-hmm. And Helene realizes that they run out of time. And they open the curtains and they like see daylight and whatnot. Yeah. And there's just a long pause. And then after a while, Finch, Fitch is like, God damn. He's like, I knew it. It's bullshit. Yeah. Like, nothing's going to happen. And at this point in the movie, that's what I was like, oh, that's it. I was like, oh, fuck. And I thought that was kind of a good ending, too. I was like, that's crazy. I yeah. was like, it's really nothing. I was kind of hoping for that. I was like, that's yeah. fucking cool. And I was like, what is going to happen after this, though? You know, like, <laughs> how are they going to like, Come to terms with this. Is she yeah, gonna kill exactly. all of them? Like, what's gonna happen? Yeah, that would have been a cool ending too. But she would have to do it fast though, because it was like you could tell that was like the ending. There was like ten fucking people, and it's like, what is going on? And then Alex looks at Grace, and he goes, "Grace," and she's just like fucking growls at him. Mm-hmm. It's not even words. It's, she growls. She, yeah. I was just gonna say it's a literal fucking growl. She's like, she's like and just like looks over at him, and like she like she's gripping the knife in her yeah. hand, and she just like. She's, like, pointing just, it towards everybody, dude. And it's just a quick jump toward him real quick. She just growls at him. She's, like, not even worried about it. I'll fucking kill you. <laughs> and Fish goes, well, what should we do about her? And he's just, she's just, like, grunting toward mm-hmm. him now, just, like, looking all around. And Helene's like, I know it's too late, but I will not fail you again. The girl still dies. <laughs> and she starts running over her toward her with that giant axe. Huge fucking axe. And she's trying to run at Grace. And right before she gets over there, and, like, Grace is in, like, kill mode. Like, she's about yeah. to fight Helene. Helene explodes. Literally, quite fucking literally explodes. Blood and guts go fucking everywhere, dude. And I fucking wish I was in a full theater for this to feel the shock of everybody else, dude. Oh, I felt it many times. Ah, dude, I fucking wish there was more people in that fucking theater. I love, no, I loved it just how it was because we had room to scream because I remember we all looked at each other. Because we thought nothing was going to happen. Yeah. She's running over. We were all just like sitting there in anticipation, like what's going to happen? And then she blew up and we all, looked, we all looked at each other like, I remember looking at you specifically yeah. and both of our jaws were just like, all wide the way, open, like, dude. wide open, like <laughs> what the fuck just happened? I remember I was like, fuck yeah. <laughs> dude, I was screaming. I was like, holy shit. I just remember saying fuck yeah, because I hated Aunt Helene so much, dude. I was like, fuck yeah, she fucking exploded. <laughs> and I remember earlier in the movie when fucking uh, Daniel said, like, explosion. I thought, I just thought about it for a second. I was like, that would be really cool if it exploded. But I was yeah. like, there's no way. Mm-hmm. There's or, no or, like, explode. Or, no, what did he say? Like, catch on fire? Or what did he say? Or explode. Or explode, yeah. I and was I'm, like, either of those would have been fucking cool. Fire would have been cool, but I was like, explosion. I was like, that's different. Yeah. I didn't it's, expect it would yeah. actually happen. Me neither. I don't think anybody fucking did. That was... That was incredible. 10 out of 10. 10 out of numbers. (laughs) A little more happens, though. Oh, yeah. And it gets even better. (laughs) (laughs) We see the needle hit the fucking uh, run and hide record. Uh Uh-huh. And then everyone's just, like, freaking out. And, like, they're like, what the fuck is going on? And then Fitch goes, oh, fuck, I think you were right. And then then he blows up. Blows the fuck up, dude. (laughs) And then Charity starts to freak out. She's like, I want to go home. I want to go home. And earlier she was saying, like, I didn't. She was like, I would never go back to what I lived at before. Like, I would never do it. Don't you wish you did now, bitch. And then now she sees her. She's like, I want to go home. She blows up. Bowl cut headed ass bitch. And then Emily and her two kids run out the door. She's like, run and hide. Run and hide. They both run. And then we see and we hear not one, but one, two, and three explosions. So her and her fucking kids died. <laughs> And they're not even slow explosions, which is so much better. They were just like, boom, boom, boom. Like, pop, pop, 
and that's what it sounds like, dude. It sounds like they're just all of them. It sounds like they're just popping. Yeah, no. Like somebody fucking squeezed them. It's the equivalent of a human popping like a balloon. Yeah. It is fucking It's fucking insane. nuts, dude. And when the kids explode, <laughs> fucking Grace is in there. She starts like smirking a little bit and she starts mm-hmm. laughing. She's like, <laughs> she snorts too. <laughs> the snort is soon. The snort is soon. The but- snort is what? She kind of, like, gets up to that. She starts faintly giggling right now and just, like, smiling oh, okay. a little bit. And then Tony's like, no, no, I did everything right. I played by the rules. I'm in control. <laughs> and then he blows up. And then Grace starts, <laughs> this is when she starts fucking, like, oh, she's yeah. snorkeling. She's busting snorkeling. up laughing. Like, she's going all <laughs> she's over the place. She's in full scuba gear right now. <laughs> and Alex is like, no, honey, no, I don't want to die. She's just like. <laughs> <laughs> she's like. <laughs> And I love that. That was that was like the that was just the best thing. It was fucking perfect, dude. Because that was the I think I I snorted while when they start exploding, like when the kids exploded, I started snorting. And I, I was snort just like, all the fucking time when I had to laugh like really hard. It was just the best. Oh god! And he's like, no, I don't want to die. You made, you made me better, honey. I I get a do over because you see, look, I'm not dead yet. Uh-huh. See, it's good. I'm good. I get a second chance. And then he tries to like touch her. And he's like, Grace, is like, don't fucking touch me. He's like, yeah, yeah, no, 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 okay, okay, okay. <laughs> whatever you say, whatever you say, dude. whatever you say, honey. <laughs> and she's just like, you know what? I want a divorce. And she throws her ring at him, and right when she does, he just blows up. Fuck it, it explodes, dude. And she sits there for a minute, like she just stands there for a minute, and In all the, the carnage, bl- all the blood is just dripping down her face. In and her get- mouth. That's what I was looking Ugh. at. It was getting in her mouth, and like she's still sitting there for a solid like five yeah. seconds, and then she she goes like, mm-hmm. and kind of just like wipes some of the blood out of her mouth, and like you know her fingers are all dirty too, and she yeah. just looks at it, she's oh, like whatever, God. and then like brains are falling down. From like the roof, just like it's just like <laughs> splat right onto the floor, and she just it, looks it, around. It literally makes like... a splat noise. And then um, the fucking fireplace comes up, and it does a little thing, and we see Mr. Lebeo sitting in the chair mm-hmm. from the very beginning, and she's yeah. just like, "Fuck!" It's <laughs> like, damn, this shit was real. And she just walks out casually, and then cops start showing up and shit. The entire place is on fire. Yeah. And then some inspiring music starts playing. I don't know what song it was. People are probably gonna yell at me. Whatever. And then the house blows up as she walks out in her wedding dress, completely soaked with blood and in her converse. Amazing. And she sits down on the edge of the stairs and lights a cigarette that she pulled out of the cigarette case that she took from the fucking mother. It's all bloody, isn't it? Yeah, Yeah. it's like all fucked up and dirty. And then a policeman comes up to her and goes, Jesus Christ, what happened to you? (laughs) And she's just in there smoking a cigarette. She's like, (laughs) in-laws. Fucking so cheesy, but I love it. I I accept the cheese on this. It was fine. <laughs> I'll, I'll take all the cheese. It was so fine. Uh, did you realize that this ending right here, you know, she's blood-soaked, smoking a cigarette, it strongly resembles the end of Heather's. Oh, shit. Yeah. I did when not When she comes that. out of the school and yeah. she's just soaked in blood, just smoking a cigarette. They were fucking going for an homage to that. That's fucking dope, dude. I didn't even recognize that. <laughs> it's so cool. I love Heather's. I love that fucking movie. Guess the kill count. Mmm... Give me a fast number. Quick maths. 13. 15. Okay. I was going to say 15, but I decided not to. That's a fucking high kill count. It's one of the highest, bud. That's a good one. Uh, No boobs, and you know what? For once, I'm going to say it. It doesn't need it. I actually believe this movie would have been worse with boobs. Worse with boobs? It's hard to say. Well, nah, nah. I think it would have stayed the same. Like, Ah, boobs wouldn't have made a difference in this Ah, movie. Yeah, boobs would have been cool. But it's fine that they didn't have boobs. 
No, no, no. Boobs would have made it better. I'm I'm knocking down my star rating. You know what? You're right. You made me double guess it. Second guess it. Second double. Sorry, bud. Uh, I'm not doing best and worst kill. I'm just going to do best because I have nothing bad to say about this film. It's the ending. The ending, definitely. Specifically, the- Emily and her kids. I liked Aunt Helene. That was cool. because that was, it was the first one that happened. It was the first one, but I think I I was like going even crazier when the kids blew up right <laughs> next to her. I was like, that's insane. You went there. <laughs> that was awesome. Shit's so fucking cool, dude. It's so great. Uh, the best was Samar Weaving. Uh, without a fucking doubt. That's not a and question, also, right? um, The dude who played Daniel is a really good actor. Adam Brody. Yeah. I he's, like him, He's too. really good. I do really he's, like him. He's fucking cute, dude. The rest are awesome as well. Like, we needed all of them, yeah. but Samara just stands out. Like, she kills it. Yeah. Uh, pros, the atmosphere was awesome. The high kill count. There's an insane ending. The comedy, Samara weaving is an angel. And <laughs> the twists and turns were done ever so right. Dude, like, it wasn't like, okay, my pros are going to have to be, it wasn't a jump scare. It wasn't every fucking tur- every fucking corner you turn. There's a fucking jump scare. It wasn't. It didn't drag on whatsoever. There was comedy to it. There was tons of fucking blood. Like like you said, the fucking kill count was super duper high and fucking cool. It's just it's a, just a great fucking and the ending. The ending is the best part of the whole fucking movie. That's dude. awesome. And they totally could have went the jump scare route, but they didn't. And I appreciate them for that. One hundred percent. I rate this five million stars. I'd give it. Five million and a half stars. I'll take the rating. Yeah. What do you think it's rated on IMDb? A nine. Six point nine. Are you serious? It's rude. That is very rude. Rotten Tomatoes critics. Uh, thirty-seven. That's rude of you. That it's was the eight, first number that popped in my head. I'm sorry. Eighty-eight. Okay. <laughs> Audience Rotten Tomatoes. Ninety-two. Seventy-eight. Oh, okay. <laughs> so I'm just. I usually just you say the numbers that pop into my head. Are off today. Yeah, I am. My stomach is hurting, so. Letterboxed. Letterboxed four. Three point five, which is not fair. Not honestly. fair at all. <laughs> I rated it five stars immediately after watching. Uh I didn't even write a review. I didn't I thought I did. I don't remember it. I think it was just like right after I watched, I was just like five stars. I didn't have anything to say about it. I was like, it's it's five stars. It was awesome. I haven't uh, rated it on Letterboxd, but it's it's fucking As five stars. As per usual. Yeah, I'm sorry. I forget it's there. I probably I wish I did review it when I first watched it, but I was speechless after we watched, so I don't think I even... It was even, fucking great. I didn't feel a need to say anything. I was just like, this was awesome. Mm-hmm. This was a great movie. Fucking five stars, bud. Five star movie. Good stuff. So, thank you for listening to this episode. This is a great movie. I cannot recommend it enough. Go watch that shit. I will go ahead as far to say, like I said earlier, this is my favorite horror movie of 2019. Yep. Probably my favorite movie of 2019. It's just so fun to watch. It's a fucking blast, dude. Like, even watching it, like, a well, I can't say I watched it as many times as you did, but even watching it the second time, I still had just as much fun as I did in theaters. I like it. (laughs) (laughs) To say the least. (laughs) If you guys enjoyed our podcast, or if you didn't, but you want to help us out anyway, tell a friend. Maybe they'll like it. Tell a fella. Maybe they'll like it more than you. Maybe you do like it, and you can tell them that you like it, and maybe they should like it too. Yeah. Listen to us a lot. Maybe we're not your bag, man. Listen to us on uh, refer us. Listen to us on repeat, like while you're just doing nothing. Just like (laughs) turn your Spotify on and have the episodes play, and just turn your phone off. There you go. Or don't turn it off, but turn the light off, (laughs) mute it, 
It's fine. <laughs> Help us out. Um, rate and review us. And if you do and you like do a review on iTunes, send us an email at horsesoup at yahoo.com uh, with like review or stickers or something yeah. as the title. And send me your address and I will send you some stickers. Some stickers. And if you want to donate to us, you can go to patreon.com slash horse soup. And we do a bunch of extra episodes over there. We have extra movie episodes. We have extra episodes of uh, me rapping. Yep. We have uh, Tales from the Crypt and The Twilight Zone and an episode with Bree's mom. And uh, Oh, yeah. there is My mom is on the Patreon, too. That she is. So we got some of those things. Uh, if you want to find us on Instagram, Horse Soup Podcast. We are also on Facebook at Horse Soup Podcast. I'm trying to use it more. Yeah. I am at Horse Soup Caleb on Letterboxd. Bree is at Horse Soup Bree. I have another podcast. It is called Floor Popcorn Next Level Opinions, and you can find it on Spotify and iTunes. And also, just real quick, if anyone is here from Morbid and you're giving us a chance, thank you. Thank you so much. If you don't like us, you know, I appreciate that uh, you gave us a chance and it's not for you. But uh, <laughs> either way, just uh, I appreciate it all. Thanks for hanging out with us. It's good stuff. Good stuff. So go watch Ready or Not. Bye. Bye.